Look at us. <sighs> Recording another app, dude. In the same outfit. That's three, baby. <laughs> hey, I uh, I ran out of laundry detergent, so we're just gonna use this. You know, the ox is in the mire, as they say. Sorry, I got a little McDonald's crumbs. Sure, wipe it off. Guys, today our sponsor is none other than Last Mickey time we said but up 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 bye. This time we're saying but up 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 hi. I'm loving the up and up podcast. Okay, so that right there. I just took a be real. What is that? And I'm going to have to oh, explain. Oh, like a be real. Oh, tell me about this. Okay, so a new social media app. Um, I think it's decently, I don't know, maybe like six months, a year old. I don't know. It's not like uber new. But essentially the concept is that we're trying, they're trying to get rid of the whole fake staged uh, vibe of like Instagram, YouTube, and all the different social medias. So it's some, it's called Be Real, obviously. Mm -hmm. What it does is that at a random time during the day, you get a notification, right? To, Which is rare. To post. Oh. Right. No, yeah. It's not like, uh, here's a comment, here's a like. It's like. Random time of the day, it's like, okay, time for your be real. And it's time sensitive because you only have like two minutes to put it there. Or to put it up. So then when you take out the app to put up your be real, it takes a picture of your back camera and your front camera at the same time. So then people can see really like what you're doing. Wow. What's in front of you and what you look like. Yeah. Then you post it. And that's the only way to see everyone else's is to post yours. That's awesome. Which is sick because, um, but I, 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 there's, I guess you can be late. Like... It shows, hey, he's like two hours late, but he still posted it so he can see. I'm like, I wish they didn't make it that way. I wish they made it so it's like, you, had you don't post, you don't get a seat. And I'm like, what if you didn't have your phone with you at that moment? That sucks. You gotta have your phone with you. I guess maybe maybe it's better that you can be late. People know like, oh, he's late. He didn't have his phone with him. That's cool. Yeah. But no, but like, I just played, took a picture of me smiling. I got my mic on, showed the camera in the picture. I'm like, yeah, that's people it. know what's up. People and know if it would have come at nine o'clock tonight, they wouldn't have seen this part. They would have seen you laying in bed. Right, if my, if my notification was at night, it'd be in bed. So, like, I think that they randomize the time so that people can see, like, what's your day really like, what yeah. time, which is super sick. And then people can comment and like and emoji or whatever, react. It's 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 pretty sick. That's a great, I think that's, a, I really do think that's an ingenious idea because it does take away this image of having to be perfect and having to live a certain way and this is what my life looks like. And then just, just the reality is something that obviously lacks. That's always been the major principle in social media that's always been missing. Yeah. And that I feel like that solves a lot of it. Yeah. But again, a lot of people I don't feel like have a problem with that. People like to see very specific, nice things. No, yeah. I think, I think well, it's funny because me and an old friend were visiting just like last week and he said, he's like, I think that social media is like really bad for all of us and it's like done way more harm than good and all that stuff. And I'm like, I see where he's coming from. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I do understand, like, it's a, it's a thing that social media is, like, has, like, a negative effect on mental health. Mm -hmm. And I personally believe that Instagram's the worst. Right? For example, Twitter. I'm like, just like any social media, you can follow who you follow, but I'm like, Twitter is just, like, words. There's a lot of drama on there. But if you follow the right people, it can be very informative and, like, really, yeah. like, good. And it was just bought. It was just bought by the boy and man himself, Elon Musk. That's right. And it's gonna, it's gonna. I think Twitter is gonna be really cool. I'm excited, so I'm like gonna put a little bit more effort in, in Twitter stuff. So, and then if you look at TikTok, it's like everything on TikTok that gets popular is like, is not very staged. It's all like on an iPhone and like opinion based, and like people are just like talking and like sharing like their whatever they're doing. I'm like, mm -hmm. I think 
think that's cool. I mean, obviously there's the downside of like spending too much time on it, but the reason why I think Instagram is the worst is because Instagram has built its whole shtick um, and what's the word? It's uh, culture around the fake, right? I post the best photos, right? I go to Hawaii once, I take 400 photos, there's 30 of them that look really good and I spread those out over the next year. You think she's always traveling, she's just laying in bed. Yeah. But like you don't know that, you don't see that, and so you compare yourself and you're like, oh dude, like she's always out and about doing fun things, she looks so pretty, and I'm just like sitting here in bed. So it's like the whole comparison thing, which is really bad, and we all do it today because of social media, I'm like, it's Instagram. Mm. And so that's why I think like apps like Be Real, and I think TikTok is a little bit more genuine. So I'm like, I think that's good. Um, it's hard to be really, really fake over a video. It's easier to like edit a photo. Um, but, and I also really like how there's like so many businesses that can be ran from social media. I think, I think social media has done a lot of good. It's done a lot of bad, but you can control it. If, if, if there's a certain person you follow or a certain thing you follow, it's like causing you mental strain and emotional strain, mm -hmm. and you know it, just don't follow them. Mute them. Right? Yeah. If you don't want to cause any like issues between you and a friend or whatever, just mute them. Mute their posts, mute their stories. It's like you can sculpt your feed to be really For empowering. Sure. And so I'm like, it gets a bad rap, but it's your fault. Yeah, you have way more power over social media than you are than you are made out to think you do. Like you are yeah. not a victim of social media. Like mm -hmm. obviously cyberbullying is a real thing. Yeah. Like I'm not discrediting that. But there was someone, I don't know if it was like Tyler the Creator, but he's like, bro, like how is how is cyberbullying even real? LOL. It's like walk away from the screen. Like totally. it really, I mean, and again, I know every yeah, situation. I don't want to like. Yeah, I'm not discrediting that, but it's a hot take because I'm sure there are people that like have had negative experiences. Yeah, but not, but like you really can do so much to prevent. Yeah. Not even just yeah, not even just like being bullied or. And even if you want to stay on things. the account, it's like you can block them. Yeah. Right, and you can delete their messages when they come in. It's like. And that's why I like Instagram does have a cool feature. When you block someone, it'll say, do you want to block them, just this account, or do you want to block them and any other account they'll ever create? Yeah, that's great. I'm just like, that's great. Bro, so I don't know how it tracks it. It probably tracks it through IP address, device kind of mm -hmm. stuff, but like, I'm just like, thank you, bro. That's you, a great you can feature. Protect yourself. And people are so like timid and afraid, I feel like, from my perspective of like unfollowing or like being like indifferent towards others on social media and obviously you shouldn't say anything or do anything that would try to hurt anyone's feelings. Mm -hmm. But like you should not be afraid to unfollow people. You just shouldn't. If they aren't like a part of your life or if you guys don't keep up or they're not providing anything for you in your life or vice versa, like why are you, why are you investing time and energy into what they're doing? Yeah. Like I think social media is good but you just, I think, and this is a hot take, yeah. but I have so many friends from the mission, from high school, from even recently, that are posting way too many personal things on social media. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, like, I love that, like, you know, your wife is pregnant. Like, that's so great. Or that you just bought a puppy, and that's great. Thanks for letting me know. You don't need to post a picture of your puppy every single day. Or you don't need to take it, you know, post a picture of, you know, your wife with the sig that she peed on saying that she's pregnant like dude that and I, that's, that's awesome for you and like truthfully i'm glad yeah but those some of those things need to stay between just you guys like yeah. the whole world doesn't need to see that or like very like candid like i feel like personal oftentimes sacred moments are used or are abused because mm -hmm. and then are they really that special if they're being shown to everyone all the time right. and that's something that i think social media 
just ruins like well if you think about it i i have like a personal philosophy on social media like you rarely see me post actual he, photos he's different yeah yeah i, I almost kind of like underground yeah yeah <laughs> it's like a uh, in, indie people yeah, yeah. only india uh, for sure no i think uh oh no hipsters hipsters yeah. anyways point is no, i got you because i hardly ever post actual photos and i post stories a little bit more often but they're usually not like like it's like a selfie here and there to remind people, hey, this is what I look like. I'm still alive. Yeah. Kind of vibe. And sometimes I just like want to, so I do it. Yeah. But I feel like if you, I don't, I don't think people really care that much about staying in touch. Like, cause people are posting like pregnancies and getting a puppy. For what reason? I'm guessing it's because they want their extended family and friends to like see that they're doing. But if whatever you're really extended with them, or if you're really close with them, wouldn't they know? Yeah, you would just like call them or text them or like talk to them, right? I'm like, so I think, in my opinion, I'm like, social media, I'm like, you probably shouldn't post, really. <laughs> if, the only time you should be posting often is if you're going to be an entertainer or like use, have a career out of it, right? Like, let's say you're a photographer and you want to post the photography yeah. you make, you do that often so that people get content and they want to follow yeah. that and they want to, you know. But I'm like, but even then, let's say you are, let's say you do have a huge following and you post very often. Mm -hmm. You don't post personal stuff. Like, I follow a lot of people that are like big on like YouTube and like big music creators and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, and I don't know anything about their personal lives. Hmm. They're posting about what they do, not their personal lives. So I'm like, so yeah. people that are like that have like 800 followers and are posting their personal lives all the time. And I'm like, for what purpose? Yeah. I'm like, you can't actually value sharing that stuff with your extended friends and family that much and, to be doing it all the time. And kind of like love languages, I think that's the way that people express themselves. Like mm -hmm. that's how they feel like creative. That's how they feel like validated. And oftentimes yeah. like to some degree we all do, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it's a great thing that people, we can communicate and we can't see what's going on in each other's lives. But it's just hard when it's just, it feels like it's abused or Okay, here's an example. Here, in, in a nutshell, here is my problem with social media. Again, I think social media is great. Like, there's a lot of great things about it. Yeah. Obviously, there's bad things with it. But here's my main, main beef. Have you ever seen The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Oh, yeah. Secret Life of Walter Mitty is one of, one of the best cinematography shot movies, has one of the best storylines, and one of, probably the best theme, maybe, of any movie. I love it. It's beautiful. I need, I need to watch it again. So, so good. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, the preface is there's this guy, Walter Mitty, right? And he has this problem in his life where he feels stuck. He's mundane, dull. He's kind of in the same job. Um, he likes his job, but he, he, he inwardly, he won't really admit it to himself, but he just feels like kind of walked over and he just doesn't really like his life, okay? Yeah. And so he works for Life Magazine and it's the last issue of Life. It's about to shut down. It's like over. And he works with this photographer named Sean O'Connell. And Sean O'Connell is the one who sends him all of the pictures that are going to be po published to Life's like cover. Like He like posts the covers of Life magazine. Yeah. Which is a big deal because it's like the biggest magazine that there is. So like the yeah. covers are like iconic for being different or beautifully shot or just like crazy images over a volcano or in a waterfall or whatever. So the last one is coming out and Sean O'Connell sends Walter Mitty the, the last shot. And he gets the film roll and it's not there. Mm -hmm. And Walter Mitty's like, this is like the big one. And like, where is it? And Sean O'Connell also sends him a wallet with it. That on the inside, it says like, don't be afraid to take risks, which is like basically the, the theme of the whole movie. Yeah. But it's, there's a big quote, but whatever, whatever that quote is. And so Walter Mitty decides he needs to go and find Sean O'Connell, who he's never actually met, even though they're friends because of, he sends him his pictures. Mm -hmm. So the whole movie, he goes to Iceland 
uh, Ireland, Greenland, um, goes to the Himalayas. He's basically just jumping around trying to track down Chong. Mm -hmm. At the very end, not spoilers because it's been out probably 10 years. Yeah. At the very end, he finds Sean O'Connell. Again, he's like, finally finds him after this whole thing. He's in the Himalayas. And it's like, it's so beautiful, yeah, the dude. shot. He goes up to the mountain. And he looks up and he sees Sean kind of huddled over with a camera. You know, with like a tarp for lighting and everything. And he's like, Sean? And he looks over. He's like, Walter Mitty. He's like, what are you doing here? And Walter's like, I came looking for the picture. And Sean just kind of laughs. He's like, well, sit down. It's just so funny. And they sit down and Sean's like, the picture, what do you mean? I sent it to you. And Walter Murray's like, no, you didn't. Like, I need this picture. Like, today's the last day or whatever. Yeah. And Sean just laughs. He's like, you're sitting on it. And he's like, what? He's like, it's in the wallet. And he's like, it's in the wallet? You didn't put it in the actual film roll? And he's like, no, I, I thought it would be kind of clever. I thought it was funny. I thought it was kind of cute. <laughs> he's like, okay. And Walter Murray's like, it's not cute. I threw the wallet away because I was so ticked that it wasn't in the film roll. And he's like, oh, man, Walter, no. Anyways, at the end, you find out that his mom found it in the garbage and like he saved it for her, yeah. for him. So which is that was cool. But so they're sitting there and, the, and Walter Mitty's kind of defeated and he's like, well, I guess I'm just sitting in a mountain with Sean O'Connell. I guess it's over. And you know he's a little bit sad and he's like, what are you doing up here? And he's like, I'm trying to snag a picture of like the ghost cat or the ghost leopard or it has a name. It's basically this like leopard or cheetah. I don't know what it was. It's like crazy. Almost indi indigenous? Is that the yeah, right yeah. word? Yeah, uh, Like almost extinct? What's yeah, the yeah, word what for that? that? Endangered. Thank you. An endangered species that, and again, never shows itself to a camera. Like no one's ever gotten a picture of it, right? And as they're sitting there after a while, it comes into his frame, and you can see it from his point of view through the camera. It's like, again, beautifully shot. And Sean sits there, and they sit there, and they're looking, they're like, holy crap, holy crap. And Walter's like, are you going to take the picture? And Sean's like, no. He's like, he's like, no. He's like, why not? He's like, because I don't want the camera to get in the way of the moment. And he's like, I'd rather have a moment than a picture of the camera. Or a picture of the leopard. Yeah. And he's like, because that's going to be more important than the picture for me. I would rather have a moment than a picture. And it's just like, again, beautiful. It's symbolic. And I'm sure he says a little bit different. But that, essentially, that's what he says. Yeah. He's like, I don't want the camera to get in the way. Which is so funny because you think that would be the only thing that would matter is the picture. But for him... It's not. It's about what he's seeing and being there, being present, which we've talked about. Like, yeah, yeah. The ability to be present is maybe the best ability there is, to be here right now. Yeah, dude. And then, so anyways, that ends, and then, you know, it's everything is resolved, and they get the picture, and it ends up being a picture of Walter himself, like, working on a magazine from, like, a couple weeks prior that Sean took. So it's, like, really cool. It's wrapped up beautifully. One of the best endings in cinema history. I'm not... Again, that's bold. I haven't seen a ton of movies, but for me, it just is. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and so to kind of wrap that back through, sorry, this is long, but to wrap that back through is I feel like the camera oftentimes takes priority over moments. Mm -hmm. And I only say that because I've had many instances, and I'm sure I've been a victim of this. I'm not going to say I'm not going to post a picture with my wife or baby. Like, of course I will, right? Yeah. Um, but I feel like there are just moments that are sacred and personal that shouldn't be taken advantage of just because we want a memory yeah and i think memories are great to have and yes we do need pictures and of course i want to pass those pictures on to my great grandkids and, and so forth and to have those so i can look back at them but it's a tricky balance where i don't want that to take priority over a moment just being there and how do you do that and what does that look like yeah i'm not entirely sure but that's my that's what makes me uncomfortable with social media is i feel like those things are just shared too often where i see things all the time and i'm like I feel like that should just be between you or that should yeah. just be for you and it's not true no i feel like 
like they, they could make a commercial making fun of this whole thing with like a father th this is the way I see it is like this is our world a father sees his newborn child for the first time he's like oh my goodness and it's like you could see like a phone come <laughs> into the screen and like he's like taking pictures because he's like oh his first thought is to share it on social media like I gotta like you know get some validation people get some likes on this mm -hmm. and I'm like he's not enjoying this moment right here and he's like yeah later on like you know when you've already like had that moment you can be like okay let's, let's take a selfie or whatever but I'm like people are just like oh it's just like constantly snapchat constantly instagram constantly yeah. and i'm like and it is a balance because i think about it i'm like okay it was like four years ago i had this moment where it was july 4th with my family and i had the actual thought like oh dude i need to record some of this and post it on my instagram story to make sure that people know that i'm like doing stuff that i have a life mm -hmm. and like when i heard myself say that to myself i was like all right i'm done I'm not posting anymore. Like this, that's stupid. Yeah. I should never think that. Like I shouldn't even care. And so like from that point to, I mean, probably it's a mixture of now to now, but I'm like for a few years, I didn't, I didn't post anything. I just was like, I'm not posting anything. I, I just want to live my life and live in the moment. And that was great. But I'm like, but now I don't have any, like social media side. I feel like I don't have any pictures. I, I don't have any like, I can, like, I got some Snapchat memories of me and Luke hanging out, but I'm like, yeah. it'd be cool to see like my progression through life. For sure. So I'm like, and there's benefits to that. Absolutely. That's why I'm like, I feel like it'd be cool for like all of us to like, okay, stop using social media so much, but like everyone go get a little, little camera. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I'm like, and like take pictures uh, of days that you feel like, like you're living in the moment and you're ma you've mastered that. But when you live in the moment and you feel like a feeling of profound gratitude for that moment, take a quick picture. So you can remember that. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I feel like there's a good balance you can strike. And social media is not helping the balance. Because it's like, the validation's too much. You want to do it too often. But I'm like, For sure. I think it'd be cool to have, I mean, I always look at, there's these YouTubers I used to watch when I was like 14, 15. They're called the Shaytards. It's yeah. like a Mormon family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of them? Or yeah, heard no, I know, I know the Shaytards, yeah. Yeah, it's super sick. And I'm like, they literally have a video. Those, those kids have a video of their life growing up of every single day. And I'm like, and you can argue that like, did it get in the way of enjoying that? Maybe, but I'm like, but the video's only 10 minutes long. Mm. They got 24 hours in every day. So I'm like, they have plenty of time alone to enjoy each other, but like, they get to look back at them going from zero years old to like 10. That's I'm like, crazy. That is, that's kind of sick. Yeah. And I'm like, do I want to do that with my kids? Part of me does, but part of me also doesn't. So it's like, it's weird, but I just think it's super cool. But it, for, sure. for them, it was like, it was a career. Right, it was how they made money, and it wasn't. And maybe part of it was for validation, but I feel like it's not. It's it's a different energy. When you do it constantly for like Instagram for likes, it seems kind of it seems kind of shallow. Yeah, a little saturated. Yeah, but Walter Mitty is a. I I see your life. So like good. I need to go watch that again because it's so good. When I've only seen it like once or twice, but every single time I see it, I'm just like, dude, like the I, my outlook on life is different. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to like chase a dream. But like, no longer for the money, no longer for the fame, no longer for like, you know what I mean? Just like, just for the sake of doing something that you really love. Because Sean O'Connell, right? He's a great photographer, but he does it because he really likes it. Yeah. Right. Right. And Walter Mitty, like, kind of explores and like figures that out for himself. That like, life is for experiencing and not for some end goal. We have to learn how to enjoy the journey. And the fact that he was willing to enjoy the journey more in that moment, taking the picture, but. You know, and, and give up the end end goal of having a picture of that. It's like, it's yeah, inspiring. Because you just, and that's the thing, you can always look back at a picture, but you'll never get the feeling that you do the first time or when it originally happened. Yeah. 
And you gotta be willing to ask yourself, am I willing to sacrifice some moments to get that? This is why it'd be cool, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it'd be cool if like our eyeballs could record everything that we're insane. doing. It's like, emotionally and mentally we could just really be in the present and enjoy it, but later on it'd be like, dang, that was sick. Yeah. And maybe that's what it's gonna be like in heaven when we get up there and, and like, we're like, oh man, like what was my life like? And it's like, well, we've got this like super advanced 3D hologram, like you feel like you're there kind of yeah. memory thing. You can like look at any day of your life. I'd be like, oh. there's some days I don't want to really live again. But oh, other sure. days, I need to go back and experience that. And I don't, I've heard this, uh, like this was broken down by some institution or it's like scientific based or it's like a fact to where the human brain how it operates is when you remember a memory so let's say i'm remembering what you just said about um about the shaytards for example okay? oh yeah now that i've remembered it the, originally I rem i'm remembering when you said that but now every time i remember it i'm remembering the last time i remembered it which is like some mm -hmm. inception thing so like yeah. over time it becomes more saturated because your brain, it is capable of remembering the memory, but it, it no longer associates it with the memory itself, but the last time you remembered it, yeah. which is like... It's like, you almost, it's almost like, here's the memory, here's the experience. We experience it and we create our own version of it, right? And then when we remember it, we remember that like copy. Yeah. And the next time I remember it, it's like this last time I remembered it copy. And like... Copy and pacing, of, yeah. back and forth, back and forth. And it kind of gets like all messed up. Because over time you're like, no, I swear it was way bigger. And then you go there and you're like, why is it so small? For sure. Like, that's exactly how I feel like when I go back to old houses I lived in when I was like six or seven. Uh -huh. I'm expecting this huge thing because when you're young, everything seems bigger. But then I go there and I'm like, this front yard is small. Like, yeah. how do we fit all the cars in this driveway? Like, it was, it's weird to go back and like actually experience stuff like that because your memory is, is decent, but it's true. It's very different. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I specifically remember living in many moments of my life that I did not want to forget. And it's scary because like they really are fleeting. As much mm -hmm. as you journal, which is again super important and is great to do. As much as you take pictures, and it, and I think this is the beauty of just life. But you can never really get it, at least what you had the first time again. Yeah. No matter how much you want to, it's just not the same. And yeah. again, that's why it's it's hard, but it's really just so important to be completely present. And to get I, to that point is, I'm not there. No, at all. But I think as I get older, I get better. At, really being here. You know? Yeah. And I think that uh, it's important to live in the now and I think if you're going to take pictures, don't take them for yourself, but take them for your posterity mm. because I, I didn't have like, my grandma has like no pictures and videos of herself. You know, I mean, when when they were young and like first dating or like yeah that's it, too bad it's you like there's see that stuff yeah there's like no videos back then you know so there's like some pictures like a handful mm -hmm. but I'm like it would be amazing to see my grandma and grandpa as like youngins yeah you know, just like chatting it up yeah I'm like I would be like I would be in awe so I'm thinking you know if I can take videos of myself and this is kind of what the podcast does a little bit is like my grandkids can look back and hear well, be crazy. thousands of conversations between you and I. Yeah, we're like not even like comprehensive. We're just like chilling. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, crap, I'll look at you. Like, that's so like that. Yeah, that's crazy. So that, that was, that's another reason why I like the idea of pictures and videos is is for like, yeah, you know, my grandkids be to be able to watch and great grandkids and forever they'll be. And the way that technology is these days, like you throw that on a hard drive, it'll probably be around forever. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's absolutely wild. But I, no, I like the idea of living in the now and experiencing life because 
I, I definitely have like a weakness of getting way too caught up in like the dream. Oh, I'm achieving this thing, so I'm giving up like really fun times now. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, shouldn't I just like really enjoy the now and like let it see where it takes me? I that's like I what got, you're doing. I gotta be responsible and I've gotta make wise decisions that will benefit me in the future. But I also need to do things that'll take me out of my comfort shell or comfort zone and get out of my shell. Yeah and take risks but like what does that balance look like in my life and that's crazy i don't know man i don't think you can necessarily do it right you just kind of have to just go with your gut and i mean it's a bigger risk not taking a risk yeah right guys so just follow your dreams that's what we're trying to say it is it's easy it's simple listen to us we know <laughs> what do people podcast about how do people even do this how do people do this yeah how do people podcast I feel like other people like plan a bunch of stuff out. That's pretty beta if you ask me. Not us. There's nothing more alpha than just picking a different location, setting up a camera, and just pressing record. Yeah, we that takes some stones. (laughs) We got stones, baby. It really takes a special kind of breed. We're just cut from a different cloth. How many more cliche things should I throw out there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bro. Okay, okay, okay. All right, we got. So, oh. Yeah, and again, I I just had I just had a recent experience with a friend, okay? Yeah. And I was uh and with our age group, we deal with a lot of people and friends and acquaintances who are dating. Mm-hmm. We're in that stage of life, right? Um between usually what like 18 to 18 to 25. Yeah, 18 to 25, but I guess nationally or globally it's like most people date between yeah like right you know probably 18 to like 40. oh yeah there's probably th- i yeah, mean 30 year olds are still dating for no, most yeah. of the world well, that's great absolutely great but i just feel like ugh, never mind i'm just gonna start over no it's good just go on. okay 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 i'm gonna start over okay so with with our age group mm. and our stage of life we deal with a lot of friends acquaintances people that we know that are dating, including ourselves. It's just the stage of life that we're in, right? Right. And there's so many things that you have to take into consideration when you go about dating a girl and when girls, you know, date guys, vice versa. And I think one of the most important things is you have to be excited about who you're dating. You have to. Because if you're not excited, I feel like that internally shows that something isn't right. And I'm not saying you have to be giddy and butterflies and, you know, this girl's the love of my life or... This guy makes me feel like I'm on the moon. He sweeps me off my feet. Like I'm not saying it has to be like a fairy tale, like cliche. Like I, I have to feel a certain way. I'm not saying that, but I do think you have to be excited, because if I think excitement is often correlated and directed with goodness, and happiness, mm-hmm. and if you don't have some sort of spark, then I yeah. don't feel like it's really like a solid, valid connection. And that's just from my experience. Like I've never like, dated a girl that I haven't been excited about and had a good experience with. Like every girl that I've dated, I have been excited about and it's gone for the most part pretty good. Yeah. Right? I mean, not great, obviously, cause I'm here. <laughs> I wouldn't be here with you if it went great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just had a recent experience where I was talking to a buddy and I was asking about a girl he was dating, which I do often cause I want to be there for my friends and I'm curious about who they're talking to. And we've had this conversation how many times. I'm just like, dude, who are you dating? Tell me about her, you know? Yeah, dude. Um, cause I like to see how they respond. And if they aren't just like, I don't even know if excited even justifies it, but if they aren't like energetic and like, dude, this is like excited and happy to tell me about her, then I, it just makes me nervous. Yeah. Cause that's probably not somebody 
after a couple dates or however long it takes you, that's probably not somebody you should be pursuing. Do you know what I mean? No, no, yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure because I'm not crazy. Right now, I mean, I think it's, because like you said, it doesn't have to be love of my life butterflies like crazy. Yeah. But you should have almost like a confident tone. Yeah. yeah. When, that's, some, when that's someone good. says like, hey, like tell me about your girlfriend, you should at least be like, well, dude, like this is her name, right? She's like this. She looks like this. I think she's this, this, and this, and everything's going really well right now. Like, just like simple confidence. But yeah. if you're like, well, almost like questioning here. Yeah, you're like, she's pretty cool. Um, she's cute. Like, yeah, there's just like this energy where you're like, so it sounds like you're just dating her because it's easy. Yeah. And and maybe you're still discovering. Whether you like her or not, you're still in that phase of you're like, okay, like, it's going well, but do I want to continue? And that's fine. Yeah. I'm like, but there should be some solid things that you're happy about. Yeah. I mean, even, and I don't know, I, I feel like I'm really picky and really, um, like, I overthink, not like whether or not, like, they like me or if it's good, but, like, I'll overthink them. I'll be like, okay, so are they this and this and this? Are they this what I want? Yeah. All that crap. But, like, I remember all the times I've had a girlfriend... Yeah, there's, like, that feeling of, like, I don't know if she's the one early on. Because there always is. Mm. But when somebody asks, I'm always, like, well, you know, she does this and this. And there's always, like, good positive things that I'm, like, because yeah. I'm thinking about her. And I like her. For sure. But there's definitely those people that you hear, that you see that are just, like, yeah, she's good. And you're just, like, dang, bro. And then they get married, and you're, like, dang, bro. Like, you're with that person forever. Sure. And, and life is too short to make decisions that we aren't excited about. Like, why did I buy the car I bought? Again, we have to take into account our relationship with the Lord, which mm -hmm. is most important, what He wants us to do. Yeah. We have to take into account finances and situational circumstances. I'm a thousand percent. You can't just be like, well, I'm excited to, you know, buy this house. So I'm going to buy it. Like, obviously, there are things you need to take into account. Yeah. But all those things considered, okay? If you aren't excited about something, why are you doing it? True. We're too, at least in this stage in life, I don't know. Again, I'm not, I can't speak for 40-year-olds. I can't speak for... 80 year olds or I don't I don't know or yeah. even five years older than I am I don't know but at least for right now there's too much opportunity to do things that are you aren't excited about yeah. why did I buy the car I bought because I was excited about it yeah. why am I moving to Hawaii because you're excited about and if it. I'm not excited about it then that shows like a lack of drive a lack of purpose a mm -hmm. lack of motivation for me to do what I'm doing so like why would I date a girl I'm not excited about that I'm not happy to, to be around and to see and that I have this, this good energy and vibe with. Yeah. Like, excitement should trump convenience. It should. Yeah. Why do I drive the extra 10 minutes to Maverick than to 7-Eleven? Because I, I want to be in Maverick. Yeah, yeah, I could go to 7-Eleven. It'd be easier, probably cheaper. But am I excited about it? Yeah. It's just, life is just well, too short. And here's, and here's like, the... Because people might say, well, you know, it's healthy to um, put off, like, instant gratification. And it's healthy to, like do the you know the the hard thing rather than the easy thing and all that crap and like i agree with that but i'm like but here's here's the difference you're not supposed to do what you don't want to do you're supposed to change what you want hmm. so it's like for example when i was 21 the things that i wanted to do i still chose the exciting things when i learned okay i was excited to make that decision but maybe like what ended up happening because of that decision wasn't like the best. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, now I want different things. I still make the exciting decisions, but it's like, 
it's for the better. You know what I mean? So I'm sure. like, I'm not, you don't change the decision making in spite of the excitement. You learn to change That's things great. that excite you. That's great. Right? Because it's true to this day, I'm still excited about things I'm doing, but like I'm in a very different direction and mindset than I was five years ago. And I feel like that just kind of comes with yeah. life experience. Absolutely. So it's like, That's a I, good point. don't be afraid of making an exciting decision and making a mistake because that's just life. Yeah. Everyone's so in a hurry to like prove that they're like killing it in life. And I'm like, bro, we're all just figuring it out. Absolutely. So don't kill your, you know, don't beat yourself up. Yeah. Basically. No, I'm, I'm glad that's a great disclaimer because that doesn't give you the excuse not to do things that you don't want to do or things that are hard. Like don't state mistake excitement for casualty or fun. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. What I'm doing in my life is going to be super, super fun. Mm -hmm. But I think excitement should be more related to progression and yeah. growth. Well, it's like excitement is an interesting word because I'm like, you can put a lot of words in that. I spot. know. I'm trying to find it. But like either way, it's like make the decision that like makes you truly happy deep down. Yeah. Right. Because for example, like Luke's like, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard because I have a little brother, right? Okay. He wants to sell his Jeep mm. that he's having a lot of fun with, but he wants to get a Miata. And I'm like, I see where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. Miata sounds fun. But I'm like, but like you have to, you have to have a good balance of it's, it's really fun but also it like makes a lot of sense and you should find joy in the makes sense. For <laughs> so sure. Like, Cause for him, I'm like, dude, you're way too tall for Miata and it doesn't carry anything or do anything other than look cool. It's not even fast. You know what I mean? It just looks cool. So I'm like, you gotta be rational as well. Right. So you, so yeah, make it uh, excited. It's just, it's like what, what is the word for it? Educated excitement. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Yeah. That's the phrase. Because for example, like me, I'm like, yeah, buying an $80,000 truck, Right, figuring out how to pay for that would be way exciting, and I want that. But I'm like, but I'm finding what's exciting about my truck yeah. and being grateful for it. So I feel like gratitude's also Absolutely. in there. Dude, that like, grateful, educated excitement is that wow. is that simple enough? We figured it out, guys. Can we, can we break that down anymore? Well, we love you guys. Um, Maybe go go and make grateful, educated, excitement choices in your life. All right.